welcome back to Big Girls Do Cry. I'm your host, Sandiella. If you're new here, a little bit about me. I am a college student who is also a part-time content creator, and I made this podcast in order to start normalizing all the failures that come with being an adult. This is episode six now, which I am proud that we have gotten to episode six. I'm not going to lie to you. Many things I start on a whim and many things I do not finish. So this is a little bit of an accomplishment. I am grateful to be able to share this episode with you, mostly because it is on how to envision your best self in 2023. We are going to be talking wellness, we are going to be talking motivation, and most of all, we are going to be talking personal experience. I think that is kind of how to sum up this podcast anyway, and I'm really excited to be able to delve into that topic with you guys. But before we get into it, let's get on with our weekly segments. So for our BFF weekly debrief, basically just so much job hunting, I finally learned how to write a cover letter and actually have a successful resume. So those are kind of two things that I feel like I've had on a learning curve for a while. I have never actually had to look for a full-time job before until now, like many college students. It is definitely one of the most nerve-wracking things when it comes to being a senior. So that is something that I've been putting a lot of my time and energy into. I told myself that I wanted to start the year off productive, whether it be job hunting or going to yoga or even just getting work done for the podcast. I told myself I didn't want to sit in bed all day. I didn't want to sit and watch movies all day. I wanted to get work done. So I've been doing a lot of job hunting Um, a lot of LinkedIn scouring, a lot of begging for people to email me back. You guys know how it is. (laughs) But I am preparing to go back to school next week for the quarter to start, last winter quarter ever. And I'm taking some really exciting classes that don't really make sense in terms of my major. I'm taking acting and film writing, which honestly, those just sounded really cool to me. And I've always loved the entertainment industry, always wanted to be a part of it. So I thought, why not take a class on it while it's available to me, while I'm paying UCSD's full-ass tuition, and we'll just see where it goes from there. Who fucking knows? Maybe my next venture will be writing a screenplay. So for this week's weekly faves, we have a beauty fave, a food fave, and a wellness fave. You guys know how it goes. For the beauty fave, we have a facial calming mist. It uses Centella Asiatica Complex, and I've historically had a really good run with products that use this, uh, mostly because it tends to lighten scars, it's very soothing, and during the winter my skin gets super dry, especially on my chin, so that's definitely been something that I've been looking for at the drugstore, even at Sephora. I've just been scouring literally every place for anything that can calm down my skin and the inflammation that it's going through right now. For the food fave of the week, Ice Spice Nola from Blue Bottle. Don't have really much to say about this considering that it is an $8 cup of coffee, but Blue Bottle is now a very nostalgic memory for me because that's where I wrote the first pilot of Big Girls Do Cry. The first ever draft of the pilot of Big Girls Do Cry, I should say. I never ended up using it and it definitely sucked the more that I read it and the more that I think about recording it now, I'm like, that's 
definitely not the direction that we wanted to go in, but it's where I hit the first inspiration for Big Girls Do Cry. So Blue Bottle has a special place in my heart. That's been my favorite latte for like ever, but I've been getting so much of it recently. And for the wellness fave of this week, when I was planning out the episode, I wrote, went back to yoga this week. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. (laughs) I feel like this podcast is like 20% of me being like, guys, guess what I said I was going to do and I didn't do. But you know what? We're getting through it. (laughs) Um, I wrote down, went back to yoga this week. I didn't end up doing that. But I have been doing at-home yoga So I feel like that's kind of similar, you know, like I'm trying to get back into it. I'm easing myself into it. And that's kind of just a reminder to you guys that if you need to ease into something, it's okay. Baby steps. At-home yoga is probably not the same experience that I would get going to the studio, but it's okay. I will be back and at least I'm easing into it. Okay, so for weekly goals, I did actually reach my goals last week. I recorded this episode a couple days early, or I am recording this episode a couple of days early, so can I get a round of applause for fighting for my life against procrastination? I'm giving it to myself if you guys, I'm silently clapping. Like I've said in the previous episodes, I will finally be linking the submission form down below. There were just so many tweaks that I had to make to the original form that every week I was like, okay, I need to send it out to them, but I just never did. So I will be linking the submission form down below. I would love it if you guys filled it out so that for episode seven, we can have some little guest stars, a little audience moment. I want that for you guys. I want to be able to share what you'd like me to share. Um, But that's basically it for last week's goals. For this week's goals, I want to organize a posting calendar for Big Girls Do Cry 2023. I think this organization will help me with a lot of different things, including scheduling. It's about to get super busy, and I just want to make sure that I'm able to be consistent and on top of things the way that I encourage you guys to be. So I am going to be making a posting calendar. And the other goal that I wrote down when I was planning this episode is to finally get someone to fill out the Google form. Even if it's going to be my roommate, I will have something to share with you guys next week. I will be getting somebody in the audience, whether it's my mom, my roommate, or even my boyfriend, to share Somebody will be sharing. We will be hearing someone else's experience other than mine next week. So if you'd like to get started on the Big Girls Do Cry community, please fill out the form and I will be sharing. For our main topic that we are going to be getting into, again, it is how to envision your best self in 2023. So I have a couple of points that I want to hit first before I get started on the advice that I have to give to you guys today. My philosophy, I want to bring up my philosophy on what I think about quote-unquote your best self. So I think that it is something genuinely amazing to reach for your best self as long as during the process that you aren't being too hard on yourself. I think it's really easy to get caught up in the wellness and self-motivation reels and TikToks and it's so easy to tell yourself that 
you are supposed to be a version that you may not have quite reached yet and it's so easy to be hard on yourself. I am hard on myself every single day and even though I'm a different person and I have different experiences and I can't completely say I know what you're going through, I do partially understand what it's like to be hard on yourself in pursuit of your best life. I do think that when striving to be your best self, it is really important to be cognizant of how you're talking to yourself. Being the best version of you includes also taking care of you, and taking care of you is treating yourself in a nice, positive way. You would never, ever tell your friend that they are worthless or that they suck if they told you that they're upset that they don't know where their career is going or that they're not doing great in school. You wouldn't give them the advice that you might give to yourself, which is work harder, be harder on yourself, you're not disciplined enough. Those are things that we tell ourselves every day. And I know because I tell myself that every day. And I think it's the kind of habit that we really need to start getting out of in order to be our best selves. So that's kind of my little philosophy on achieving that facet, achieving the best version of yourself is it is something good to reach for, but not necessarily when you're being too hard on yourself. Now that I've given my little thought piece, I want to give you guys some advice that I feel like I've gotten through podcasts, through social media, through friends, family, reading, and partially it is also going to be some of my own advice just from my personal experience. So how to envision your best self. I have two questions first. Imagine like a little Venn diagram. So first on the left hand side of the Venn diagram, we are going to have how are they similar to you? They being your best self, quote unquote, the it girl, if you will. (laughs) So basically, under the list of things in this part of the circle, you're going to be listing what you're already good at or your strengths that can help you. And those are things that you can leverage when you're trying to improve at other things. For example, I feel like I'm really good with people and that's a skill I want to utilize when it comes to getting a full-time job. I feel like I always do my best in the interview. Sometimes I don't even know if I'll get an interview if the resume doesn't look good. But I know that once I get into that room with whoever I'm going to be talking to, that I can carry a conversation that makes them consider me for the job. So me being good with people is something I really, really, really want to hone in on and pat myself on the back for because... You know, not everyone is good with people and that's totally fine because everyone else has different strengths. But if that's one of yours, then that's great because that's something you can use and it's good to acknowledge things that you're good at first. And leading with positivity can help a lot when it comes to later than finding out how your best self is different from you and then how you can improve on that. So we'll get into that later, but basically just focusing on what you're good at, what you think that you're current self can take into being your best self. Another example would be I'm starting to get the hang of video editing. I don't necessarily think that I am a professional video editor, but when you think about it, if I've already started on this track to editing videos, then it's something that I can start to get consistently good at later. And 
my best self in my own vision is somebody who's really good at video editing, really good at audio editing, has those skills that she can use to later get a job or post more on social media. Those are things that I strive for and really wanna have in the future. So because I'm already starting to get the hang of video editing, I put it under how is she similar to me because I've already started. And so in the next part of the Venn diagram, the right side, you're going to be listing how are they different from you. I also want to clarify that this can be both a mental list, a physical list, or even an actual Venn diagram. I personally am also a visual learner, so having that Venn diagram up or even just a chart, having any sort of visual aid usually helps me envision my goals even more. So if you actually want to write all this down, then that could be something that's really helpful. Um, so again, back to how are they different from you? Something that I like to think about is, is there a skill you wish that you had that your quote unquote best self has? These can be either broad or niche goals. And it doesn't really have to even be anything professional. It doesn't even have to be anything that has to be a hard skill. Like it can also be soft skills. You can put under this, I wish that I was more talkative or I wish I was a better listener. Those are characteristics that your best self can still have despite you not having those right now because that's what we're working towards. So it's okay that you don't currently have these because we will be envisioning them for 2023. So for me, in my head, my best self is better at organizing her social media. I would love to have my posts and my analytics and basically everything all in one place so that I can source those files and kind of streamline the efficiency process. But unfortunately, I am a little bit cluttered and sometimes I feel like I am not well enough prepared for the things I have at hand. Like not having a posting calendar last year made my life really difficult because sometimes I would have two posts due on one day and I hadn't shot one yet and I hadn't edited the other one. So I kind of felt like, shoot, I'm screwed and now I'm anxious. So having that kind of organization could have helped me be a more successful individual in terms of content creation because I would have been more prepared, more focused, basically treating it like a job versus a side hustle. So that is something that I personally think that my best self has that I don't currently do, but I would like to envision that for myself in 2023. As you can see, I already started talking about it. I started bringing it to life. I brought it up to you guys at the start of this podcast that I'm going to be making a posting calendar for Big Girls Do Cry. That is, you know, a goal of mine. So I want to start thinking about that, kind of getting it into my brain that this is something I need to do, even if it's not something that I start off with right away, just being aware of what you are good at and what you can be better at can be really helpful when it comes to making all sorts of decisions in your life. So once you figure out how they're different from you, then you can go to the middle part of the Venn diagram, which is kind of the gray area. You know, things that you are good at, feel like you could be better at, things that you are terrible at, but maybe not the worst. I don't know. The middle of the Venn diagram is really not as important as the other two sides of it. So once you figure out your personal answers to these or you have fully fleshed out your Venn diagram in person, then you can start making plans. So the first step of making a plan 
I believe, is doing research on the things you are interested in. If you say that you want to be great at pottery, but then you never really actually make an effort about finding out how much it costs, how you can access it, if you even know anyone who does that, if it's even something that's available in your area, if you don't start planning out the logistics of your goals, they'll never actually manifest. To manifest something, you do actually have to put in work to it, and that's something that I tell myself all the time. So yeah, do research on the things that you're interested in. How much does it cost? How can you access it? Do you know anyone in the field who would be willing to talk to you? Can you reach out to anyone? Can you take classes? Yada, 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 yada. I, for example, would like to be a better actress. Have I ever acted in my life? Only a couple times. And I don't have much of a background in that area of performing arts, but I've always wanted to, and I've always wanted to be a better actress. And in 2023, I want to take classes. So I started looking it up, started thinking about it. Turns out it's very, very expensive to be taking acting classes, and there's not that many amazing studios in San Diego. So, you know, finding that out for me made me think if this is something that I'd actually want to do, let's just say it is, let's just say that I wanted to be a professional actress, then I'd be like, do I need to move to LA? Do I need to move to New York? Should I start saving up money to take an online class? Being well prepped when it comes to your goals is something that can really help you in the future. Um, Help you not be blindsided by the time that you get to this point where you're like, oh, this was my dream job, but I just completely wasted all this time and now it's kind of too late. Once you've done the research on everything, once you've figured out kind of like your game plan, how things are going to go, if you need to save up month to month to be able to afford it next year, at least you're still working towards that best version of you because this is something you actually want to do. And also doing research can help you figure out, yeah, maybe it's not something that's super worth it to me. For example, I really, really, really wanted to take pottery classes. I thought that it would be super fun. I found out that it's about like $150 a session. And to be honest, for some other people, pottery is very therapeutic and it helps them a lot. And if that's you, that's so amazing. For me personally, I thought, okay, well, I can spend $150 on something else or I can't really afford that right now. So I decided that that's not going to be part of my best self in 2023. Maybe another time. Maybe we'll focus on that later. You can only change so much about your life. So research can also help you prioritize what's realistic and what's not. So once you figure out your game plan, again, what you're going to be planning on doing, what you've decided isn't going to be that worth it to spend your time on, then you need to start organizing. This is, again, something I'm still learning, but organizing what you want to learn or improve on can really benefit you. For example, keeping a planner or some sort of calendar can help you figure out when or how you want to make time to learn new hobbies or implement different habits. I have said before that I'm a full-time student and I also work two jobs. So it is quite difficult for me to carve out time in the middle of the week to do something spontaneously. I usually have to plan ahead what I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be going, when I'm going to do my homework, etc, etc. So If I had a planner or some sort of calendar, then that would help me because let's just say, let's use my personal example. I want to go to yoga more consistently, but I always decide last minute 
And so I can't go because I think, oh no, I have an assignment due tonight, so I really can't go. But if I had just planned out the days in advance that I actually wanted to go, then I would probably be able to do homework on a different day when I thought, oh, I have the assignment due at 12, but I wanted to go to yoga that night at 9 p.m. So I'm going to do my homework in advance. And so that also makes you a little bit more efficient and it helps you get to your goals faster because you're actually taking the time to organize your schedule around these goals rather than just trying to fit them in wherever they may fit and then they don't really fit so you just let them go. Instead, this will help you a lot in deciding how and what you're going to spend your time on and this can be really beneficial. Another thing that you can do in order to help yourself plan a little bit more is starting a visual aid for your best self. I saw this quote the other day that I just absolutely loved. It was, visualize your highest self and then show up as her. For some reason, that quote really just stuck with me. I've been thinking about it all week since I made my personal vision board and I just absolutely love it. So I was listening to The Wellness Cafe, which is by Trinity Tondelier. It's on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. I'm such a huge fan of it. It has inspired me so much. I really think you should give it a listen if you're struggling with how to start your wellness journey. Um, But basically, she talks about starting a vision board, which is one way to start a visual aid for your best self. And so for this year, I decided to try it. And basically you add pictures and quotes of what you aspire to be. And I personally made it my lock screen on my iPad, just so that whenever I see it, I'm like ready to go into work mode and I can see the future that I really want for myself and think, oh yeah, This is why I'm doing all this work. There are reasons why I just need to get through it. And so that helps me feel a lot more motivated is seeing what I envision for myself on the screen, have it be a little bit more tangible. So for pictures that I've been adding, I have a lot of aesthetically pleasing travel posts. I have a lot of yoga pictures and I have a lot of office pictures because three of my biggest goals this year were to travel to a country of my choice. I've been recently trying to plan my grad trip to Japan, the Philippines, Singapore, and Indonesia with some of my friends. Me and my roommates are from all over Southeast Asia. So my one roommate is from Indonesia, my other roommate is from Singapore, and I have a lot of family in the Philippines, so we'd have a place to stay. And so I've been adding so many tropical destination pictures onto my vision board. I also have a lot of yoga pictures on there just to show that I'm feeling really serious about my commitment to yoga this year. I really want to get better. I want to be able to lift myself off of the ground with my arms. (laughs) I don't really mind in what position. I just want to be able to do it. I just want to have the arm strength. That's something I'm working towards. I've always had weak arms and I really would like to be able to have that strength and also the core strength to do that. So that's a really big goal of mine and I'm going to spend my whole year working towards it if I have to. And as for the office pictures, as I've mentioned before, I am on the job hunt and I'm thinking about relocating to Los Angeles or New York. So there's a lot of work that's been getting put into that. I've been applying to a lot of 
jobs that are either on the west coast or the east coast and it's just been a lot of work and it's really draining to think about the candidate pool and how you may match up against other people trying for the job as well but the more that I think about it and honestly there's this picture on my vision board that screams my dream life it's just this like beautifully minimalist desk with a big mac and then also just like a big mac by the way like not the burger big mac but like the apple computer mac so there's like this huge mac and like this clean desk and then in the background of it is just the city and when i envision my life or my future work from home marketing strategy girl boss vibes <laughs> I imagine that picture and I look at it and I think, oh my gosh, I want that so bad. Like I want that to be me. And if I want that to be me, then I'm going to have to work for it. So just being able to see that is really helpful. As I had mentioned before, you add quotes. So my vision board only has two quotes. One of the quotes is the one that I said before, which is visualize your highest self and then show up as her. That was actually the inspiration behind this episode. That's why I started thinking about a guide on how to envision your best self. So apparently I really like that quote. And then the second quote is that dream was planted in your heart for a reason. And some people may not believe in this quote because of course, you know, some people believe that we are all just independent thinkers and that manifestation isn't real and that things can't be planted in your head. I for one like to think that there is a higher power no matter what it is, and that I am a big dreamer for a reason and that there is something that's going to come of what I've been doing for the past year and a half. So yeah, I like to be able to at least let go of the reins a little bit and know that the dream was planted in my heart for a reason. So I put it in my vision board. If that's not something that resonates with you, totally fine, totally understand. You can also add other quotes that you like. There are so, so, so many cringy quotes on Pinterest and honestly, I kind of love them. I kind of love the cheesy, cringy quotes that make you feel like, yeah, you know what? I am gonna do that, Pinterest. Thank you. Like, there is a reason why so many people find them motivational and if that makes me cringe, well... There it is. I enjoy the cringy Pinterest quotes. Not so much the ones that sound like they're from a Ruby Carr poem, but I do enjoy the other ones. I do enjoy scrolling through them and thinking, you're right, I will be the best fucking girl boss version of myself that there is. Sometimes it just feels nice to motivate yourself in that way. So yeah, I had a little bit of a hard time picking some quotes. So I ran out of notes for this episode. That was basically all that I had written down, but I did just get kind of some inspiration to talk about something else when it comes to your best self. I wanted to talk about also who to surround yourself with. So envisioning your best self is something that's really personal and you can do a lot of growth on your own. But you also kind of have to remember that a big part of your life is who you're surrounded by. And, you know, your environment has a huge, huge effect on your mental health and how you perceive yourself and how you perceive others. And so surrounding yourself with things that make you feel better equipped to 
handle these huge changes that you'll be feeling in your life as you envision your best self is always a really smart move. For example, my mom is a huge positive influence on me. She always encourages me. She always builds me up. So whenever I'm sad or I'm feeling like I don't deserve what I've gotten or I'm definitely not going to get hired, every time I have a negative thought like that, I just bring it up to her. I text her. I call her. If I'm in person, then we just hang out and I tell her all about it. And so surrounding yourself with people like that who are willing to listen to you, willing to encourage you is a really, really important part of finding your best self. Um, It really does take a village. And there are a lot of things that someone who sees you every day can see in you that even you don't see in you. And I think there's something really beautiful about being able to share that with your friends. When I was first starting to go through my wellness journey, I really thought that my friends were going to be kind of cringed out by what I was saying and the things that I had been sharing with them and like the podcast I had been listening to because I'm not gonna lie was giving hashtag slay queen but those are things that had actually made me feel a little bit better had made me feel uplifted so I decided to share with them and they did not laugh at me they were like dude I think it's super awesome that you feel that way and I think it's great that you want to do yoga I think it's great that you want to start your wellness journey we're in we want to do it too and so Surrounding yourself with friends who won't judge you for wanting to be the best version of yourself is also something that's really important. If there is somebody out there who makes fun of you for trying to be the best version of yourself, it's a red flag. That person is probably not happy with their lives or is also in need of going through their wellness journey, but we can't really save everyone. We can't force everyone into doing what we feel like doing in that particular moment. So if that person isn't ready for it, That's up to them. That's their life path. But if it's making you feel bad, if you feel like you can't talk to someone about wanting to live your best life, then maybe that's not the type of person that you should be surrounding yourself with. So yeah, it all comes down to the way that you think and the way that you feel, but also the way that other people around you are making you feel. in conclusion, like I said, I know that this episode is titled How to Envision Your Best Self in 2023, but even if you get halfway through the year and you're listening to this and you think, ooh, did not do anything that I said I was going to do at the start of the year, it's okay. You don't need to start all of these resolutions, all of these healthy habits now. If you're not in the place to do that, then that's fine. You can start tomorrow. You can start next week. You can start in the middle of the year. You don't need to hold yourself to an unrealistic standard that everything is going to change just because you decide that it's going to. So if you're listening back on this, you're thinking about envisioning your best self, then it's okay. You can still do it. There is still time. I just want you guys to know that it is totally reachable. Your goals are so, so valid and you will be able to achieve them so long as you believe it and so long as you start making that step whenever you're ready. That is all we have for episode six of Big Girls Do Cry. I want to thank you guys for making it towards the end of the episode. As I said in the beginning, we will be linking the form for submissions in the description box below. And remember to please give the podcast a good old 
rate and review if you so feel inclined. It really helps us get the word out to other people like you who are in search of something that feels, I guess, relatable, maybe authentic, maybe just feels like they need a new best friend on the internet. I'm your girl. And yeah, tell your friends about Big Girls Do Cry. That would be amazing. And what would be more amazing is if you follow us at Big Girls Cry Podcast on Instagram for more updates on upcoming episodes and other things Big Girls Cry related. If you enjoyed this episode, get ready for more. I'm so excited to be able to share this podcast with you guys. I can't wait for all the stuff I have in store. And I will see you in episode seven. Mm-hmm.